0: In the world of professional wrestling, there are many ways an athlete can climb to the top of the ladder, and Chris Jericho took the hard route. Competing in a brand new syndicate called All Elite Wrestling, or AEW, Jericho won the inaugural tournament and bloodily accepted the new AEW World Championship belt, and to celebrate, he went to dinner at a Longhorn Steakhouse in Tallahassee Saturday night where someone chose the easy route to the top by stealing the big belt when dude went to the bathroom. (laughs) Police in Tallahassee launched a full investigation, but Jericho reported on Twitter a mere eight hours ago that he was able to recover the belt himself. And to celebrate, he's releasing a new t-shirt that fans can buy online. It's almost like he followed the script word for word. Yes. (laughs) Oh,
1: I was hoping you were going to deviate on that when you started out with World Wrestling Championships. Why Cliff. would you say that? I was hoping we would have a story yeah. from the gravy wrestling championships that were held in England. <laughs> wait,
0: wait. There, were, there were gravy wrestling championships? Yes, in yeah. England.
1: And I was just hoping because I was, well, I didn't look it up. Yeah. But you know there's got to be some taste testing going on during the gravy wrestling championship, Cliff. <laughs> You know, if they had you about to be pinned... Yeah. You might as well roll your head over and take a little taste before you go down and defeat.
0: Do you get a belt for winning the Gravy Wrestling World Championship?
1: I want biscuits. I don't want a belt for that thing. (laughs) Give me biscuits. Driving here in the uh, Princeton area... Yeah. ...can be quite interesting. Why would you say that? If yesterday was any indication... (laughs) What happened? Because apparently, yeah. somewhere in town, yeah. there is a school of creative hand signals. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I prefer you to stick with the usual ones, because I know what those mean. You mean like the single finger salute and that kind of thing? Different things like oh, that, Oh, okay, yes.
0: like that, but there are others. But there's okay.
1: apparently, there's a creative school around here that okay. uh, the symbols that I was flashed and the digits that
0: were flying at me <laughs> yesterday... Would you care to tell us what happened to generate these signals? Well, it's entirely my fault and
1: I'll take complete okay. complete um what do you want to say responsibility? Yes. Okay. Because I had to go through the roundabout and for some reason I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Yeah. And I started the wrong way on you the roundabout. You went ra- the wrong way I, on the roundabout? I, I went left and I should have <laughs> oh, went right.
0: No. Well, there's your problem.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the hand signals were horrible. There was some honking, too. I'm
0: I'm sure there was. But the fingers, and I don't know
1: what the words were coming out of their mouth. I couldn't read them.
0: Weed politics in the 21st century has become a race to the bottom. That's, of course, a race that you can only win by losing. Losing in the war of words, actions, and deeds, and in the court of public opinion, depending upon whose opinion you're listening to. Sometimes, though, you will gain respect from everyone working in the morning roadshow department of just-in-time-for-breakfast. A certain Democratic congresswoman from New York that no one seems to like visited a place recently where immigrants were being detained and later said they told her that when they complained about broken water fountains in the cells, immigration personnel told them to drink from the toilet instead. Apparently, to prove her wrong, Republican Congressman Steve King of Iowa visited the same immigration detention center and visited the same cell where the problem occurred and what happened there he later recounted during a town hall event to potential voters saying this and I quote I actually went into that cell where it was reported that migrants were advised they had to drink out of the toilet I took a drink out of there and it was actually pretty good unquote (laughs) he later posted a video to Instagram where he didn't actually drink from the toilet instead it was from a water fountain that was attached to the back of the toilet i thought he actually done i did too and then i watched the video and i'm like well that's disappointing you want to you want to be serious get your head down in that bowl and drink buddy
1: i hope i'm never that thirsty cliff That's what i'm hoping well, this is uh, one of the latest trends going Dim. around the country cliff. It's Dim. sober bars <laughs> That's right. Sober bars. So do these bars just don't serve alcohol?: That's exactly right. They are completely alcohol- free so bars. You
0: go there to hang out, enjoy time with friends, and stay sober. Yes. <laughs>
1: And that brings up the catch-22 of a sober bar. What's the catch-22 of a sober bar? Well, if you wake up in the morning and yeah. you can't remember what happened the night before, you have other issues besides alcohol. And I don't really want to face my issues, Cliff. <laughs> I don't want to hide from them by always blaming booze, booze. for my problems. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yes. But I can't imagine anybody doing that. Uh-
0: <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I can't either, frankly. And not that I'm... I'm, you know, go to a restaurant. Not that, I, yeah, not that I'm a, you know, a drinker by any stretch of the imagination. I've probably been drunk like maybe twice in my entire life. But if I'm going to go to a bar, I'm going to have a beer. <laughs> Period. Probably just one or maybe two, but that's it.
1: So you'll always remember what you did. Exactly. Don't have to face any issues that way. Well, I
0: really don't have any issues compared to you. You have no <laughs> issues. Hold it.
1: Cliff Ingram
0: has no compared issues. Compared to you.
1: Well, that's not fair. That's, that's not fair. That's an unfair
0: comparison.
1: <laughs> you ever been in the middle of something and then yeah. realized right in the middle of it that, well, you're really stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The circumstances <laughs> just don't. align perfectly and you went, boy, I am pretty stupid. And it happened to me yesterday, really? Cliff. Yes. Uh-oh. This, now, after I this, drove around this, the roundabout, a, the wrong way. This didn't have anything
0: to do with the roundabout, did it? No. This did it come after the roundabout? Yes. Once I got home.
1: <laughs> once again, yesterday, Cliff. Yeah. That chicken was in my front yard when I got home.
0: And how How long has there been a just a random chicken hanging out at your house? Four to five weeks. Has it been that long? I it's thought it has been, been a longer long than that. It might be so I thought it was like a couple of months, maybe. It's been quite some time. There's been a chicken just hanging around at your house. Yes. Apparently, it finds enough to eat uh, at your house. It just decides to stay. Yes. And I guess it's finding
1: water somewhere. Yeah. And it just rears its ugly head occasionally. <laughs> so you, just, so you just There it is. It just, might be two mm-hmm. or three days. So you don't see him, and then rent,
0: And then you step out to the garage, and then there's like... There he is, giving you the one eye that he can look at you with at a time. Yes. And then when I walk out in the front yard, yeah. he chases me, and he <laughs> did yesterday. So so you're getting chased on a regular basis. There's a crazed chicken chasing you. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of comical when you think about it, Cliff. Yeah, because I, you're running from a chicken.
1: I bet no one here listening right now today is running from a chicken randomly at it's, their home. Right. But it's happening to me. And yesterday, okay. he took after me again. Okay. And I gathered up my courage yesterday. I've been yeah. working on it, Cliff. Yeah. And I started running right back at so him. So you
0: turned around. Yes. And you're
1: like, enough of this that.
0: bird. And you began to chase him.
1: Yes. And he immediately stopped, yeah. turned around, <laughs> and started running in the opposite direction.
0: He ran away from you when you gave chase.
1: And here I am screaming at him. Yeah. Yeah. Come
0: on back here, you coward, you big chicken. Come on back. And I'm like, okay. So you called a chicken a chicken. For running, yes. After how many weeks of you running from the chicken? Yes. I thus might. being also chicken. Yes.
1: <laughs> and there comes that point when you realize just how stupid you are. Now, I know, Cliff, you told me while Florida Georgia Lion was yes. singing there that yes. someone you know doesn't believe I have that, a chicken at the correct. house. That's correct.
0: I'm surprised it took this long. As much discussion as that there have been about the chicken, but following the discussion that we had earlier about the chicken that you chased and called a chicken after having been chicken of it for so long when it chased you, yes, I got a private message from a friend that said, we are going to need proof of chicken. They don't believe you. <laughs> why would they
1: doubt me, Cliff? I why? don't know why. I don't either. I can't
0: imagine why. I can't they would doubt you. Not a, there's not a yeah. I just don't understand.
1: I'll it. try to get a uh, picture of the chicken <laughs> in my yard, but remember, he is kind of elusive, a little bit elusive. He comes right.
0: in and goes and yeah. his own
1: little uh, clock there. Okay. Now, yes, all of that happened yesterday, Cliff, and then yeah. I get to work today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this morning, I read about the chicken. Yeah. From Australia,
0: there's a chicken in Australia. This that is scary. Needs
1: discussion. This is paranoia. What is it? Well, I bet you would never ever think that yeah. anybody yeah. could die this way, pecked
0: oh, oh. by a rooster. Oh, that's right. I saw this story. Yes, yes. She oh. was, this woman was uh, killed by a rooster collecting eggs, mm-hmm. and the rooster attacked
1: her. Yeah pecked her leg, yeah. hit a varicose vein, yeah. and she bled out right there in the chicken hatch mm-hmm. or the ch- chicken, whatever they call that thing there, wherever <laughs> they're Hutch? at. Hutch. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Pen? Coop? A coop. Chicken coop. Okay. And you just know, Cliff, yeah. and it's tragic that it happened. Well, uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. But you just know that if Stephen mm-hmm. King gets wind of this, <laughs> there's going to be a book written about this next summer. Yeah. It'll be the summer blockbuster you've all been waiting for. Yep. Cock a doodle
0: die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have said that. Oh, come on. That was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> we, this story from England shows that sometimes what you might think is a great gift idea can have unintended consequences. Both the husband have, and wife have asked as you might expect, who remain anonymous, but do say that after the husband had expressed interest in knowing more about his family history, he received a gift from his spouse, one of those DNA tests that you now see advertised on TV on a daily basis. She got one for herself as well, so they could compare backgrounds when the tests returned. And that comparison would rock their marriage and is now shaking the rest of the family tree to the roots as well. Because the married couple found out that they are also cousins. <laughs> First cousins. As in, Grandpa got around. And if you think they feel bad, just try to think of what's going to happen when they attempt to explain that to their son. That he's his own second cousin. <laughs> Ironically, in the UK, it's actually legal for cousins to marry. The lesson here,
1: Cliff? What's that? Don't order a home DNA kit yeah. if you're not ready. Yeah. For all of the possibilities (laughs) that could be going on there.
0: You're exactly right. Do you really want to know all of that stuff? See, if they didn't know. They would just go on about their lives and be none the wiser. Yes. And be happy and happily married, raising a family and whatnot. Not a big deal. But once you do the swab. That's right. You're in bed with your cousin. Well,
1: (laughs) once you do the swab, you're in bed with, wow, wow, okay. Okay. Well, I've got to ask, Cliff, because it's yeah. on my mind now.
0: What's that? Do you
1: think you could use that as an excuse at the police department if you was ever arrested or called in as a suspect <laughs> or something, and they wanted to uh, swab your mouth oh. for a DNA? Well, also, if they were
0: gonna, if you would submit to a DNA test, yes. If you were under a criminal investigation, you could say no because you might end up in bed with your cousin. Yes. Yeah, probably not. Oh, well, okay. yeah, probably not. All right. <laughs> it was worth a shot,
1: wasn't it? Well, sure. <laughs> I suppose. Doubters. We have a lot of doubters this morning in our audience, Cliff. What are you talking about doubters? Well, the text messages. We have at least yeah. two, if not more, yeah. text messages about not believing there's actually a chicken in my front yard. <laughs> I can assure you, there's a chicken in my front yard. You may not see him right now, but he's lurking in the bushes. Okay I don't know where he came from. And that answers another text question. Yeah. Someone said I bet someone dumped the chicken at your house. How does that work? I I don't know. Do you just... I mean, if you're going to dump a chicken... (laughs) You know, if that's your thing today... Yeah. Do you let him randomly just walk around in your car while you're deciding on the place? Oh,
0: so you're like, this is a good spot, and you just open the door and the chicken jumps out. Or do you clutch him in your arm as you're driving? Right, and then when you find a good spot you roll down the window and just wing him out the car yes (laughs) and how do you decide where to dump your chicken i don't know
1: (laughs) i can't see anything at my house that looks like like it would would be a good space for a chicken yes i I understand you you look around and there's there's no hen (laughs) coops or anything (laughs) i'm just wondering where it came from i I just can't believe
0: have you considered the possibility that someone may have dropped it there as a prank just to see what would happen I had not thought of that. So, in fact, all of this discussion that we've had probably over the course of two months about the chicken that's taken up residence in your yard has all been directed by some grand scheme of a prankster trying to see if he could get his chicken on the radio. You might be my neighbors. He's kind of a neighbor. Kind of a neighbor? He's kind of far away, but maybe his chicken wandered off. Do they have chickens?
1: Henry Rexing?
0: Oh, it's Henry Rexing. Yes, he's got chickens. He's got chickens. Maybe it's one of his chickens. Maybe one of his chickens got loose and wandered down to see what was going on at Weed's house. Nothing to see (laughs) here. Go (laughs) away. Just move along. Go on. (laughs) There's some odd guy to chase every once in a while. In the chicken's head, he's going, I'm just going to hang out here because every once in a while, I get to chase a guy around the yard.
1: I don't know if we had to say an (laughs) odd guy. Could have just said a guy. Oh my goodness, you'll
0: remember this phrase forever. Here's Cliff Ingram. Yes, you will. Here's the phrase you say tomorrow to win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music Hall of Fame. Labor Day is over. Who's looking for bonfires, hoodies, and Halloween?
1: And tomorrow morning, yep. when it's your chance to win those tickets, Yep. don't southwestern Indiana that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where I'm heading? I think so, yeah. And I just headed there.
0: It pretty well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Cliff, have
1: you seen that video of the uh mouse? Yeah. That was at a fast food restaurant and mm-hmm. he took a plunge into the deep oil fryer. He just
0: scampered oh, in. <laughs> no, I have I've s i have saw the headline of about it, but I didn't actually take time to watch the video. There's a video actually of the mouse. Yeah. A rat or whatever it is. The mouse, yeah.
1: At a Texas Whataburger. (laughs)
0: Launching himself into the deep fryer. That's got to be a bad review for your restaurant. (laughs) I mean, if you live in that area, how could you ever... Go to a place where the rats are committing suicide to get away. I totally understand that. Yes. Yes. Mercy. (laughs) I don't know how you get back from that. I don't think you can. I don't either. (laughs) Mm.
1: I really think the Dental Association could come up with a way, Cliff, or should come up with a way yeah. that you can Teflon coat people's teeth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why?
1: That's why. because the obvious.
0: Uh, well, uh, it's you not eat, obvious to me. You
1: could eat peanut butter yeah. and not have it stick all over your teeth and slow down your peanut butter <laughs> eating extravaganza. <laughs> if,
0: okay. If well, they well, can I mean, just uh, put a
1: little Teflon on the, there. If, Couldn't the, be the, that hard, it could it?
0: Tef- teflon is a non-stick surface. And so there I could think, now that you've said that, I'm like, what about like eating taffy? Perfect. That sticks to your teeth. Nobody's business. Cheap bread. Sticks to your teeth. Oh, bad. Right in between there. Yes. And if it was all Teflon? They need to get on that. Yeah, I think there's going to be a problem, though. Well, it might be expensive. No, it's not the problem. Oh. You know what process. Is used to make Teflon stick to, like, say, a skillet.
1: No idea. I just figured they sprayed it on there.
0: No, the first thing they do is they take whatever they want Teflon to be on and they sandblast it. Ooh. (laughs) And then they spray on this polymer stuff, which is going to end up being Teflon, and then they bake it in an oven really hot. And then once it cools down, they spray it some more.
1: Well, it's a lengthy process, it sounds like. (laughs) But it could be well worth that's it, right. Cliff.
0: But who wants a sandblaster jammed in their mouth? I
1: don't want that.
0: Well, that's the only way to get Teflon.
1: But boy, it would be cool. I could, if they would do that with my teeth. Yeah. I would be like Winnie the Pooh with my head stuck in a jar of honey. <laughs> only it would be peanut butter. I would just get the giant size. Yeah. That you yeah. get at Walmart on the shelf there, you know.
0: Oh, that the aisle where they have those giant cans of corn and whatnot? Yes. Yeah, they got that big, it's like a gallon of peanut butter. I would and just... You're
1: sticking your head in there. I would just open the lid and That's go right. to chomping.
0: Because you have Teflon teeth.
1: Yes, I could eat right <laughs> to the bottom of that can. Okay. You would see little fragments of peanut butter right. popping out of the top as I was <laughs> burrowing <laughs> <man> <laughs> with my way to the bottom. Yeah. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. The NFL kicks off tonight. The Bears, the Packers, one of the oldest rivalries in the game. Agreed. And in 1982, the NFL most valuable player was a kicker named Mark Mosley of the Washington Redskins. (laughs) And he won the MVP because he made 20 of 21 field goals and the Redskins went on to win the Super Bowl. No other kicker has ever been named the most valuable player for an NFL season.
0: Before or since?
1: Yes. He's it. 1982. Wow. And Mr. (laughs) Mosley went on to become a huge, gigantic executive at Five Guys.
0: I didn't realize
1: he was that big. He's the head of their entire franchise development. So, if you're huh. wanting to start a Five Guys. Oh, yeah, there he is. You're talking to Mark Mosley. He's on LinkedIn. Yep, that's him. Huh. And all of that yes. you can take to the bank. On a side note,
0: yes. I think,
1: Cliff, yes. this is true. What? I believe that Mark Mosley yeah. was the last straight on field goal kicker in the NFL.
0: I think you're right. I think he is. Just looking at the pictures of him, he's actually facing the goalpost as he's kicking. And, and not, not doing the soccer-style thing. Yes. So most
1: of that, you can take to the bank. Most of it? Well, I'm not sure about it. the last, if oh. he's the last.
0: Okay.
1: Brad Pitt, Cliff, is in the news. He's really? He says he admits that he's had some family stuff going on over the last several years. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. A little family that's stuff. That's
0: like, I don't... I,
1: <laughs> it's like Alec Baldwin yeah. saying... I get a tad perturbed from time to time.
0: <laughs> it's like uh, Charlie Sheen <laughs> talking about, I have to have a sip of alcohol every once in a while. Yes. <laughs> Charlie
1: Sheen yeah. turned 54 this week. Really? Which is a statement I thought I
0: would never make <laughs> about five years ago. Proof? Fifty-four proof? No, no. Fifty-four <laughs> years oh, old. Oh, okay. Cliff, anything said today? The phrases of the day, start with number three. I could eat right to the bottom. Number two. Cockadoodle die.
1: <laughs> See it in theaters uh, next summer. Uh,
0: yeah. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. The point when you realize just how stupid you are. I hit that yesterday, Cliff. That was when you turn around. Mano a mano, and chase the chicken. And called him a chicken while I did it. (laughs) If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.